0: Hello, welcome to another episode of Highlighters and All-Nighters. I'm your host, Ms. Huber. Today, we are reading Bacchus and Philemon. I would like to remind you that I took Latin, not Greek, so my pronunciation might not be correct. Let's get started. In a hilly land called Phrygia, Phrygia, there is a steep-sided valley. Most of the valley is filled with a dark lake. Beside the lake grow two trees, an oak and a linden, their branches intertwined or entwined, hanging from every bough and branch, there are ribbons. Long ago, great Zeus, whose temple is at the sky, and Hermes, the messenger of the gods, heard whispers from the house of rumor that there was a town at the bottom of the steep-sided valley in the hilly land of Phrygia, where the sacred laws of hospitality were flouted, where strangers were not welcomed, and they decided to see if these stories were true. So they heard a rumor that people were not following directions or following the rules, so they investigate. They changed their shapes as gods can so that to all the world they looked like a pair of travelers. They flashed down from the sky into the town on the night of a terrible storm. From house to house they ran in the rain, begging for food, begging for shelter, and every request was greeted with kicks and curses and insults. A hundred homes they visited. At last, tired, foot sore, hungry, wet through they trudged up the side of the valley, leaving the town behind. And as they did so, they saw they were approaching a little hut. Standing in front was an old woman. This was Balkis. She and her husband Philemon had met in this place, had married in this place, had grown gray and white together. Children had never come. They were very poor, but had accepted their plight, and so they had made light of it. They were devoted to one another, and the only thing in the world that they had... That they valued was a goose who guarded their home. Now Bacchus saw these bedraggled stranger, strangers approaching, and she hobbled over eagerly. So, in other versions of the story, I've seen that the goose was so important to them it was as if it were a child. Remember that for later. You, mighty Zeus, whose temple is the sky, Zeus has or. De- er, Okay. You, mighty Zeus, whose temple is the sky, has decreed anyone who approaches our home in need of food, in need of shelter, all to be welcomed. What we have, we'll share with you. Come inside now. Come inside. Zeus and Hermes, disguised as men, had to stoop to enter the hut. They were welcomed warmly by the old man Philemon. He shook them each by the hand. He gave them each a stool to sit on, and they sat. The old woman, she blew into the ashes at the bottom of the grate so that they glowed the gray glowed red again. The old man cut a chunk from their lump of long cherished pork. She threw it into the pot. The old man threw in the vegetables. They poured on water, sprinkled on herbs, threw in garlic, and then they talked about whatever they could in the hope that they could keep their guests' minds off the long delay before it was time to eat. The old man gave him a beechwood bowl full of warm water to wash off the dust and grime of their journey. The old woman dragged the table out from the shadows into the center of the room so that they could sit around it when it came time to eat. One leg was far too short, and the table wobbled very badly, but she kept a shard of tile just for this purpose. She slid it under the short leg. She rubbed the surface of the table with stalks of fresh mint so that it smelled very fragrant. They sat around it. She gave them things to nibble while they waited. Olives, wild cherries that had been steeped in wine, lumps of cheese, radishes, "'Eggs that had been roasted in the embers. "'One jug full of wine was all they had. "'She poured it out carefully between the four of them. "'They sipped it, making it last as long as they could. "'Then came the stew, and after the stew, "'they had nuts and grapes and figs and dates "'and a slice of sweet honeycomb. "'All through the meal, there was talk, "'there was laughter, and outside, "'the rain came down in black sheets. "'The woman, Bacchus, looked at the wine jug. "'She was sure it had been empty, "'and yet it was full.' She poured it out between the four of them, and it was still filled to the brim. She turned to her husband and whispered, "These are gods, two of the great Olympian gods here in our home. What kind of meal this What kind of meal was this to give two of the great Olympian gods? We have no choice. Husband, go outside and kill the goose. We will pluck it and roast it in their honor." The husband stood. He smiled at the strangers and shuffled out of the cottage. Inside, the old woman raised her voice, hoping she would she could drown out the squawking and hawking of the dying goose. But the old man was old, age had made him slow, and the goose could tell something was wrong. He chased the goose back and forth, then back and forth. Inside the cottage, by now, the old woman was shouting, in burst the goose. It took shelter behind the strangers. The two travelers stood. So I just want to pause in our story here and just imagine you have welcomed people into your home. They are brand new to your house, so everyone is acting very polite. And in the background where you're trying to talk with them, there's a goose honking and swalking and flying around. Just imagine how awkward that is. Okay. Okay. Let's go back to our story. There is no need for you to kill this creature whom you love so much. We are gods, but you've already given us far more than we could have hoped for. Old man, old woman, follow us now. Puffing and grunting, Bacchus and Philemon followed the travelers to the top of the valley. When they reached the ridge, they turned back and sank to their knees in all. For the town at the bottom of the valley had gone. Where it had been, there was a dark lake. They turned towards the travelers. The valley had gone. Oops, I read that. They turned towards the travelers. They shielded their eyes for no strangers for their for no strangers were standing there now. Zeus and Hermes, awful in their bright glory. We have punished this town. Only you were spared. We were touched by the warmth of your welcome, and we will give you both a wish. Speak now. Anything will be granted. Speak now. The old woman spoke first. Mighty Zeus, transform our hut into a golden temple that we might worship there for however many years of life we have left. Zeus bowed his head. Another wish! It was the old man who spoke then, but it could have been his wife. They were of one mind. Will you make us die together? Will you make us die in the same moment so that I will not have to stand beside her grave, so that she will not have to bury me? And both of their wishes were granted them. For many years, they were priest, priestess and priest of a golden temple. Then one morning early, the old man was digging his garden before the heat of the sun was too fierce. His wife called to him. He saw her standing outside the temple, staring at her feet. And when he looked, her toes had taken root and brown bark was spreading up her legs. He hobbled towards her. He put his arms around her waist and she put her arms around his back. As they embraced, they could feel buds emerging from the tips of their fingers. He could feel leaves growing from the bald crown of his head. As the bark spread across their faces, they looked into one another's eyes for the last time and said, Goodbye, dear one. The lake can still be found even now. The temple is long gone, but beside the lake still grow two trees, an oak and a linden, their branches entwined as though they are embracing, and hanging from every bough and branch there are ribbons, offerings, gifts left by lovers. All right, so that was Bacchus and Philemon. I had been trying to find a short clip of a goose chase to share with you just to make you laugh, but every clip I found was of a goose chasing humans, not of a human chasing a goose. So that was kind of a bust. Um, I hope you enjoyed this myth of Bacchus and Philemon, and good luck with your questions. This has been an episode of Highlighters and All-Nighters. I am your host, Miss Huber, bidding you adios muchachos.